0: Hi, this is Julie Dolan. This is Liz Dolan. This
1: is Sheila Dolan. This is Monica Dolan. This is Leanne Dolan. And you're listening to Satellite Sisters to Satellite
0: Sisters to Go. Not every conversation will change your life, but any conversation, any conversation, any conversation can. I'm not going to write you a song.
2: You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. Thanks for being here with us. Leanne and Sheila here in Los Angeles. And Sheila, you have some very exciting summer of love news to pass. Along.
1: Oh, this is so incredible.
2: You have to wait to hear what just happened. You know, I just it is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given you, the rest of your summer in love. <laughs> frankly, it's miraculous. Oh I my, those are just a warm up, Leanne. Oh. All right. Monica is in Portland, Oregon. Monica, what's happening there today?
3: Oh, just beautiful summer day, uh, doing my recycling, Leanne. <laughs> <Doing>. <laughs> I know. Well, now that you have the bins, you're going to be very busy.
2: Filling my bins up every day. And Julie is here. Julie, you have, you create a, quite a firestorm at Satellitesisters.com with your comments on Little House on the Prairie, the musical.
0: <laughs> I oh, mean. wait, we're going to talk about that, Leanne, and there is some exciting breaking news. Leanne, my, here are my words for you. Pack your bags. I think we're going to Minnesota.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. <laughs> Pack All right. your bags. All right. Wait till you hear what's happening in Minnesota.
2: Alright, we are the Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. If there's something you're confused about, you can always go to our website, SatelliteSisters.com. You're going to want to check that out, or you can email us right there from the website. And I want to mention, uh, you know, kudos to our webmaster, Sarah McCann. We're really working on SatelliteSisters.com. We're working on Sister Spot. You know, Monica, you have been appointed the face of Facebook. We now have a new share button. Yes, indeed, people. We have joined the 21st century. We have a share button on our homepage. So if you want to tell your satellite sisters about our podcast, about any of the blog posts, about our photo gallery, about any ice cream cake uh, feelings that you have, you can share them right there from our homepage. So thanks to Sarah McCann, our webmaster, for working on that. But Jewel, I understand you have, you know, we yet again, you're seeking our advice.
0: That's right, because, you know, we periodically we at Satellite Sisters, we do a Satellite Sisters sticky situation. Mm-hmm. And just last week, I had a sticky situation involving my three-year-old neighbor, and I sought your advice. I also want to thank Kathy D. and Lucy M., who wrote to us at SatelliteSisters.com. And may I say, they kind of agreed with you, Leanne, that Go ahead. He's three years old. He's cute. (laughs) Rather than you, Monica, who thought, like, don't ever, don't start anything. I think
3: I said, be the alpha dog.
0: (laughs) To a three year old boy. Okay. Well, that was last week. Here's a new situation. I need your advice. All three sisters, Sheila, Leanne, and Monica. Here's the situation after dinner, taking a walk with my husband and my dog, we're walking in the neighborhood having a lovely stroll, and my dog finds a tennis ball on the sidewalk. There's no one around. It's, it's uh, I don't know whose ball. It's a random tennis ball. So being a Labrador, he puts it in his mouth, and he's walking along with the tennis ball. Mm-hmm. Shortly thereafter, a car comes down the street, and this is an American-made car. It looks in good condition, and there is a nice gentleman in the car. He rolls down the win- window, I would say this gentleman is between 60 to 65, and he said, Excuse me, this may sound like an unusual request, but um, I need to do some physical therapy because I'm developing some arthritis in my hands and my feet.
1: (laughs) I don't believe this story already. Sheila, I'm telling you, this is the total truth.
3: (laughs) Wait, wait.
0: Sheila's already run in the other
3: direction. (laughs) Okay, All right,
0: let me finish. Wait, he said... I need to, would, could I have that tennis ball? The tennis ball is in the dog's mouth. And so I say, sure, you know, and I take the ball. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you're you. It I, even, I mean, well, I'm just trying to be nice. Right. You know, he said he wanted a tennis ball, he asked for it nicely. It wasn't really my tennis ball, it just happened to be in my dog's mouth. You know, and I know what it's like when you, you know, when your hands get stiff. You know, to squeeze a tennis ball—that's a good thing to do,
1: especially and a dirty, slimy one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, well, I'm surprised you didn't run home and get a fresh three-pack that had not been popped yet. Because An I mean, I'm just to thinking help of the, the germ therapy, the no.
0: germ factor. Okay, go on, Joel. Okay, so he, you know, so and so we're chatting, and he said, "Oh, it's a nice night," and uh, you know, he likes driving around, and what a nice dog you have, and. You know, we're just chatting back and forth, or I should say, I am doing most of the chatting. My husband is not saying anything, and, you know, he was... Well, that's because
3: it's a very strange situation.
0: Well, see, I, that's, Monica, this is what, this is my question to you, sisters. Where is, when, when is it okay to talk to strangers? I was just trying to be friendly. He wanted the tennis ball I, you know, I gave him the tennis ball. He was asking about the neighborhood. He asked a couple of questions, like he had seen a police car in our neighborhood. He was wondering if there was anything going on. And I started to talk, and my husband gave me oh, the, like, oh, shut down, really l- list. You know, he gave me this look. But, again, he just he looked like this very nice gentleman we were having a nice conversation. We were just being friendly, right? Like the
1: two kids you were collecting for the swim team, or whatever <laughs> that okay, robbed right. you blind <laughs> yes. in the front hall. Yes. I mean, come on, Julie. Haven't you, haven't you learned your lesson, Jewel?
0: You, so you think this was a scam? <laughs> I don't yeah. know, Julie. Yeah, I it mean, sounds
3: extremely strange. I mean, no one is going to ask for right a slimy used tennis ball out of a lab's mouth. Unless they got a dog with them, and that was their dog's tennis ball. that's might would be my first thought. And then he sort of got into asking about the neighborhood and the police. Yeah, that's yeah. You think too that's, much. Totally. No, but
0: see, he went, he went into it as the conversation was just because my husband was like he was giving him, you know, was not talking to him. And but I was I was doing all the talking, you know, Miss Friendly, you know, be, you know, be nice in the neighborhood. And he said, here, let me give you my card. And he gave us his card.
2: Oh, so, and what did it say on the card?
0: Well, you no, know, ad- he said he didn't live in the neighborhood, but I said, where do you live? I don't know why I asked that question in Dallas, because if people say something, I only know three places. If they, <laughs> if they say some other place, I don't know where it is. But he said he lived close by. He told me the street, at least I recognize the street, um, and this um, card said that he was a pilot. Uh, like a
2: private pilot. Okay, Jill, I think your first sign was when he asked for the ball out of the dog's mouth. <laughs> okay. Okay, it does I, seem just, a little strange. It's now. strange. That's not right for a grown man. Well, what has I said? Get, get, get your own it, dog ball? Yes, to say, oh, that's a really nasty ball. You're not going to want that. There's a sporting goods store around the corner, you freak. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, a Keep bad. it moving. Keep it moving.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me call 911 for you. Yeah.
2: My dog has rabies. I think you should move along, buddy boy. No, you know what, Julie? Seriously, when they give these safety classes to kids, you know, stranger dangers, they always say, and this just reminds me of this story, that very often to lure children away, they will use dogs as a foil. Mm-hmm. They'll say, "Can you come help me find my dog?" Or I'm missing my oh, dog. Or oh. is that your dog? Or d- it's are so they- scary? Yes, they because like what little kid's not going to go? Oh, I'll go help you find your dog, Mister. And in this case, it's oh, you want my dog's tennis ball? <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: okay, tennis address. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. I do sound like an idiot. Yeah, I realize that. But I'm, in I'm the sorry. moment, I really thought I was just being friendly. My husband, he, was, he thought exactly what you thought. He thought he, they were either casing the neighborhood or he said, I hope there wasn't a camera in the car because he thought they were taking pictures of us and it was some private detective.
3: For, well, for, well, for, what? for what? What did you don't do? know? <laughs> well, that 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 comes from living in Russia for five years. I mean,
1: that's no, that's not going to happen, Julie. It was. It, well, yeah, oh, I agree with Liam. So
3: you
4: say? So you say?
0: I don't know.
1: I mean, they take pictures of me in Santa Monica. I know that. I mean, no, I'm the most paranoid person in the world, and I would never think that, Julie.
2: <laughs> I don't even. Is it Ashton Kutcher in the back of the car? Are you being <laughs> pranked? There. What's the story? Well, I, you know what, I, I think something was definitely up with that. Okay, so, that,
0: so there is a line, not to be fr- too friendly.
2: It's just, you know, good to remember. I mean, seriously, with that Gavin DeBecker says, the safety expert who's always on Oprah, and he says, women, it is okay not to be friendly. Yeah, you that's know, a big point. It, you don't know this person. You don't have to get on an elevator alone with them. You don't have to let them use your telephone. You don't. You don't have to open your door to someone you don't know. Just because you've been socialized to be nice and friendly doesn't mean you have to take the tennis ball out of your poor lab's <laughs> mouth and give it to some <laughs> whack job stranger.
3: <laughs> poor Zorro. <laughs> poor Soro.
2: I'm just saying, Jewel. I mean, okay. really, now when you lay it all out, you know what you did was a little nutty, right? Yes, I okay. do. Okay. <laughs> That's all we're here to tell you. As long as you've <laughs> learned your lesson. <laughs> Ooh. Thanks, sisters. All right. We are the satellite sister. Certainly, maybe this has happened to you. Maybe there, maybe there is a, a fitness craze that involves slobbery <laughs> tennis balls that we are not aware of. <laughs> You're okay, now gonna... don't rub it in. <laughs> You're gonna. Want... It's like the new hula hoop, the slobbery tennis ball. You're gonna want to write us, <laughs> satellite sisters. dot com. So much more coming up. Stay with us. listening to the Satellite Sisters and for the last three weeks we've been telling you about a great new website geared to busy Satellite Sisters called MakingLifeBetter.com Well this is Leanne and this site was made for a mom like me. You know sisters that I am trying to hold it all together. I know
4: you're trying Leanne.
2: My family, my life, my haircut, my calendar and I have discovered a great new tool at MakingLifeBetter.com that is helping me finally get organized right before back to school. It's called Cozy. That's C-O-Z-I I, Cozy is a free online family organizer. Okay, you can manage your family schedules, your shopping list, and more. And I have to tell you, you know, I have relied on that paper calendar and those sticky notes and those frantic five o'clock phone calls to my husband about who's going to get the kids to talk her. Yes, That's pretty much been our family Start calendar life, system. Liam, yeah. All right, so I am going high tech this year. Good, Liam. I signed up for Cozy through makinglifebetter.com. We've all got got our own colors, we've all got our own names. I'm doing a master calendar for me, for my spouse, for the kids, for the dog, and the best thing is this system, this cozy online family organizer. One, it's free. And two, it works with any computer and any phone. Now, there's just so many features to go into. I-, I can't detail all of them here, but this is one that I absolutely love. Okay, you know I love a Post-it note. You know uh-huh. I love a list. Yeah. Right? But usually I get to the store and I discover I've left the list at home. So then you're just winging it. Well, back to school, you need to buy so much stuff. So if you create a list on Cozy, you can actually call... From your cell phone, if you find yourself in the middle of back-to-school madness without your list, and you can't remember, did he need number two pencils or number three pencils? (laughs) You can call Cozy and get your list read to you or text you. Prove it to us. You call your own computer? Yes, you call your own computer. Okay, right here. I'm doing it right now.
4: Welcome to Cozy Central. Press 1 for shopping list or 2 for calendar. Amazing. (laughs) Say the name of the shopping list you want, or press star to hear your choices. Back to school. Okay, back to school. Press one, to hear the list. Two, to send the list to your phone. Or star, to choose a different list. Jim shorts.
3: Pencils. Pencils. Lunch
2: bags. Lunch bags. <laughs> Flash drives. Flash drives. books the aspirins for me, because back-to-school shopping gives me a headache. But can you believe that? That is remarkable, Leanne. And anybody in your family can do that. Your husband needs to get the list, or I'm I'm going home from work, hey, can I pick up any shopping? Yeah, just call Cozy. Call the Cozy. The shopping list is right there. It's unbelievable. So I just want to encourage you, if you're a mom out there and you have vowed, once again, to get organized before back-to-school, you're going to want to visit SatelliteSisters.com. You can find the link to Making life better.com. you just click through there and you can sign up for cozy how great is that and there are so many more easy to use features that will improve your family's life so go to satellitesisters.com and click through to making life and sign up for cozy for free it's going to help you and your family enjoy your time together all that much more making life better You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go, Lean, Sheila, Julie, and Monica and Jewel. I got to tell you, we're still shaking our heads. We're just trying to imagine like the robber going, oh, What can I ask those people? Um, I'll ask them for the tennis
0: ball out of their time. <laughs> but
3: and maybe, in and maybe the they'll...
0: moment, you have to see, you look like a very nice gentleman. Julie, I,
3: I understand you're a very nice, kind yes, person. Yes, you are. And I... and I
0: live in a friendly neighborhood yes. where people talk. I thought he, talked to each other. I thought he lived in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm.
3: I can understand Thank why you, Monica. you stopped and talked to him. I All don't right. understand why you gave him the tennis ball.
1: <laughs> and now your pictures are in a basement somewhere in Amarillo. And, you know, yeah, you know, I'm worried about you, Jewel. Never used to worry about you. Yeah.
0: They're recreating clones right now. Julian Trem clones. All right. Well, as long as you're being suspicious, you might as well be really suspicious. Okay. He could be a, have, have a secret camera in the car. You don't know. Oh, no. Now
1: I believe the camera part. I thought it. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, you know what? He probably did.
3: Uh, okay. All right. Oh, Julie, may, may, maybe you'll be up on YouTube this week. <laughs> we stopped these people to see if they would give us the tennis ball. Oh, maybe you'll go viral on YouTube this week. <laughs> oh, I, let's hope so. That's all we need. We, we need some more hits. Okay,
0: I'm not. I'm never again am I bringing you a <laughs> sticky situation.
2: Just no, we keep love walking. It was sl-
3: a slobbery situation. Do not open the door and just keep
1: walking. Those are our tips to you.
3: Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh. Do you guys want to settle down now? Yes. <laughs> well, we're try. ready. Yep, yep. Okay. I, <sighs> I'm guessing that, Leah, you might have read the story, and Julie, you might have. Maybe you too, Sheila. <laughs> that, that story in the New York Times a couple of weeks ago on uh, literacy and the literacy debate going on in this country, and it asked a question, like, if you were reading online, if that's where you do all your reading— as opposed to reading print, books, newspapers, is that really reading? You know, That's is, a very good question. I wondered it, that myself because I basically do
1: all of my reading online now.
3: I, and you know what? I've thought about it, too, because I do a lot of reading online. And I always say to myself, well, it's still reading. I mean, I'm still learning reading comprehension. Hopefully I'll learn some grammar, you know, some diction and stuff. But the heart of the debate, this was a really great article in The Times. And the heart, the heart of the debate, as reported by The Times, was – They see teenager scores on standardized tests have declined. And so some educators argue that literacy, reading comprehension, attention spans, that they are being wrecked by children reading online and by children turning away from reading books. Hmm. But on the other side of the debate, people are saying, you know what? The internet has just created a new kind of reading that schools and society should embrace. And at least they're reading, you know? At least people are reading when they're reading online. They're not watching TV. They're not playing video games.
0: But in many cases, Monica, they're doing multiple things at the same time. That's what I observe with my grown children is that they would be reading online, but they'd also be listening to music, and they might have other windows on their computer open um, and they might be texting at the same time and searching for your video <laughs> on YouTube
1: to try to squash it cuz they're so embarrassed <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? We're trying to have a really a serious discussion cry. here no. about No, literacy. no, no. I as a former Sheila, educator I, All
3: right, I thought you were a former educator. I am a, former. You're way a parent, former. Don't you care? <laughs> no. As yes. a former educator,
1: I know that it takes Believe me, when I'm online, I'm reading, but I'm reading bits and pieces, <laughs> no snippets. And, I, and I, it, it's, it's not concentrated reading in one place with one book, you know, taking in all that a book has to offer. I'm, I'm reading articles and pictures and multimedia. It's a multimedia event. It's not just reading print. So well, I think the attention
3: span is going down. One of the things I love about reading on the internet, though, is that it's like you can have 10 newspapers in front of you at once. You can link to other sites. You have all this information in front of you that you can't get when you just have one book. But if the
0: test scores are a measure of how, whether or not people are com- comprehending it, things, it, then, then obviously having more information does not, is not increasing your knowledge.
3: They did say, they did cite a couple of studies in, the, um, in this article, and they said that kids that read for pleasure, that's how they increase their reading comprehension, for pleasure out of books.
1: They've been saying that for 20 years. Right, novels,
3: Absolutely. and also, um, let's see, they said, uh, let's see. <laughs> just the read o- it, just read <laughs> it. <edit. laughs> the only kind of reading that's related to better grades in English and test scores are reading novels and reading books for kids
2: right i would I would agree to that because just because you can read nine newspapers from all around the world doesn 't mean that 's what teenagers are choosing to read i mean I see what my older son does not read for pleasure. I, I can't make him read for pleasure. Uh, I Believe me, I think of all the hours I wasted reading to him when he was a small child, and I wish I had him back that's now. That's a nice thought, Leanne. Oh, be lovely. sure to jot that down for Mother's Day. Are you a that, spokesperson for literacy at home? <laughs> I, I Believe me. I just think oh, I read to you for hours and hours and hours. Could you just pick up one book without an argument? Please. I mean, we have summer reading on the brain. But that's not – he's not reading nine newspapers when he goes online.
3: You but know? isn't he going online, Leon, and reading one article? I don't care if it's even Wikipedia.
2: Yeah, it is – yes, they do it's, do – He's
3: learning information. He's reading writing. Uh, he, is reading,
2: he is reading writing, but it's for research. It's not it's for pleasure. And most of the time, Monica, they're just reading bad writing. What they read, you know, they read a lot. I mean, they do a lot of IMing, not good for spelling and grammar. Mm -hmm. You know, they're reading like chain emails that people send them. Again, not really known for its high level of literature. When you first started to describe the article, I thought you meant it was just sort of a snobbery. Like the writing online, it's just as legitimate as writing in the paper. Some of it, the good stuff. But as I don't see teenagers choosing to seek out that kind of reading online although i did just have a teacher explain to me we were looking at my son's test scores and he does not do well in grammar and spelling because he doesn't read for pleasure and she said you might want to try getting him one of those kindles that maybe he would read more books if, if it, was it were in a,
3: presented on an, uh, in an online format. That's right. a,
2: an electronic book? Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, I, you know, it's I. at this point I'm like, is it worth a try? I don't even know. But I I think what kids choose to <laughs> I read i I'm going to get a Kindle. <laughs> you should get a Kindle. But I think it's because, Monica, you learn to read a newspaper in your hand, a book's in your hand, then you go online and you make those kind of choices about the things you look up online, whereas kids today— they have not all of them have learned that. Again, my other son, huge huge reader, you know, just loves, a natural
0: reader, reads, loves to read right. and, and reads for relaxation
2: right. and pleasure, and right. has the test scores to prove it. You mm-hmm. know, just uh-huh. uh, he doesn't have to work hard at spelling or work hard at grammar because it just you see, he absorbs more words, it.
1: words per right. day. Well,
2: but,
0: you know, I worked. I mean, it's not only about test scores. I mean, you want more than that. It's to, uh, test scores are just a measure of sort of comprehension, or one measure of comprehension. Right. And may, it might not be the best measure of comprehension either.
2: Right. right. But I, I can say, honestly, though, it's reflected in their writing quality mm-hmm. and things like that. You can, you can see it.
1: You're engaging your personal experiences when you read a book, too. It's
3: not yeah, just, you have, yeah, you're connecting. You have, you have time to sort of close the book and reflect on it or put the <laughs> book <fall> down. And fall asleep. <laughs> exactly. And pick it up again. Well, that's the way I sometimes I reflect on things I've read. But when you're online... <laughs> When you're finished reading, or you get bored, you're just going to skip to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, just click over to YouTube to see a <laughs> video. <laughs> is one of the top hits? I can see what people are watching right now.
0: I the can, woman
1: with the dog.
0: I can see that this is now going to go down in the annals of or annals. <laughs> annals.
3: Of Julie Lore.
0: <laughs> I think I'm. I'm just going to put this right I
3: in the another,
1: madness and mayhem. I think another one just went into the annals. You <laughs> say <Usain> annals. <laughs>
0: Okay. okay, we're just going to schedule this for Madness and Mayhem Week already. I'm just losing just... my mind, Sheila.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe there was no
0: man in a car.
2: <laughs> oh, all right, stop. Oh, okay, stop. all right. I know because I know we wanted to talk about Little House on the yes, Prairie. Yes, which is and another that's...
0: wonderful book, and there, and I, which Lee and wonderful I, book, which is one of your favorites. And you know, Lee you used it when we were in that death match of napkins and glasses and plates and linens called the Table Escaping Contest <laughs> God, that we had getting here, rough
1: around here. <laughs> had,
0: that you handily beat us because of your theme Little House on the Prairie that was so beautifully executed but there we found out there were so many Little House on the Prairie fans yes. that just had to vote for you because of that well you know that's why I was so excited this week I posted it at Sister Spot that there is now a Little House on the Prairie musical, which opened for a 12-week run in Minneapolis. And it stars none other than Melissa Gilbert. Now, how excited were you, Leanne?
2: So she plays Ma Ingalls.
0: Yes, now she is not playing the role of Laura. Laura, That's good. (laughs) She is playing the mother. She's singing and dancing. Fantastic. I posted this. We've had a whirlwind of... Of postings at SatelliteSisters.com dot com about we have someone this. Someone that
3: lives in Maple Grove. This <laughs> really, is, that, that is a
0: whirlwind. <laughs> Stacy K. Sheila from Walnut Grove. A Walnut Grove. Walnut whatever. Grove. <laughs> Sheila, she is a first time blogger. Okay, that so, is great. I So saw you that. better be grateful for the whirlwind. I know I was first time <laughs> blogger. And she said that she needed to get in on the discussion because people were writing about getting tickets to seeing the play. Some people had actually seen the play. But Walnut Grove is the actual town that Laura Ingalls lived in. And that every summer they do a pageant for three weekends in July. And Stacy's mother-in-law and her two nephews are in the pageant. And it's all devoted to Little House on the Prairie.
2: I know, as I learned, when I just picked that theme for my tablescape, there is just a generation of women that love Little House. Generations Mm -hmm. of women that love Little House. Well, this is, they have
0: never, the the advance ticket sales for this theater in Minneapolis, they've broken all records with this play. So, but, and many sister spotters suggested that, and you and I go to Minneapolis to see the play and that if we go to Minneapolis, we Make need sure to Make sure you
3: go to Walnut Grove and not yeah. Maple Grove.
0: Okay. Exactly, Monica. Okay. Because Stacy is offering us a personal tour. Oh Stacy,
2: that's so nice of you. Now, Jill, it's a musical. Is uh is Bruce Boxleitner is he Pa Ingalls? Because he's actually married to Melissa Gilbert.
0: No, I don't know who the lead, the male okay. lead in it is, but I love Melissa's Bruce in it. Boxleitner. Um According to our, our sources at Sister Spot, that it's fabulous, and it's really a great play. And they don't know whether it's going to make it to Broadway mm-hmm. or not, but the same director who, who developed The Little Mermaid for Broadway, Francesca Zambello, is directing this play.
2: Oh, that's pretty interesting.
0: Well, thank you very much. Again, way to go, Julie. No,
2: I it's a nat, it's natural material for a play. It'd be for a musical, it'd be absolutely great. I don't think I'm going to make it to Minnesota this summer, but I I, I have to say, I don't think I'm going to make it, but that sounds fantastic. So please, if you've seen the play, Had anybody written in on
0: Sister Spot that actually seen the play? Yes. Oh, okay. They said it was great. They said it was great. They said it was great. Many others have tickets. They're going to see it in the next couple of weeks. Oh, it sounds good.
2: Oh, I love Little House on the Prairie. Okay, Julie, good update on that. And this is just one more entertainment note. I just have to kind of laugh that now I'm in this whole category called Nickelodeon Parents. Okay, that's me. That's what I am. Because we do find our family, like, at night, you know what we watch? Nick at Night. Well, of course. How did that? But not of course. I mean, how did that happen? They're good shows, Leanne. I know they are good shows. Good, clean shows. And uh, remember Michael Eisner? He was on the show? Yes, I do remember him. Yeah, former Disney guy. Of course, he's developed a new show for Nick at Night. And I just, w- I'm just excited to see the return of uh, dentists into situation comedies. He's doing a show about a dentist who travels across country with his family. And remember Jerry the Dentist from the Bob Newhart show? Oh, oh, I do, oh that's that a was great like character. the last great dentist on TV. Right, you're so, right, Leanne. You're so I'm right. Just really <laughs> glad to see the dentists are going to return because I miss Jerry. I love Jerry on Bob Newhart. And uh, now Michael Eisner's created an animated claymation dentist. That's going to be on uh, Nick at Night, Glenn Martin DDS. But um, one of the shows that my family's obsessed with now, because I can't get my boys to watch Little House on the Prairie, so sometimes I just sneak in a few episodes. But we are enjoying the George Lopez show. Okay, here's a show I missed the first time around. I know I just completely I heard missed it's a it. Good show. I completely missed it. It was executive produced by Sandra Bullock, and I knew George Lopez was funny, and you know I I knew it was out there and did well, but my kids were young and we weren't really watching television a lot so now it's on like 12 times a day at nick at night and we t-voted now i feel like i've seen every show at least five or six times That's a funny show. All right, good to know. (laughs) Just check that out. Check that out if you have the time. It's their highest rated show as soon as they launched it. All right, we have more coming up. Sheila, you have a list that was one of the most emailed stories of the week last week from the New York Times of the 10 things not to worry about on vacation. And we're going to discuss that. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters.
3: This is Monica here with Leon and Sheila, and we need more friends. Need more friends, don't we, sisters?
2: <laughs> well, or- maybe you
3: do, Monica. <laughs> no, we all need more friends, Sheila. That's what it's all about, <laughs> making friends. Making friends. So please join us on Facebook. I don't know if you know, but the Satellite Sisters has their own group there, and you can link to it Right on our homepage, there's a little button that says Facebook. Uh, We need more friends there. You know, I looked at my niece's profile. She has 1,600 friends. She does. It's unbelievable. We don't have anywhere near that. So, we are going to really pump up our Facebook site. There's going to be new stuff posted every day. We want you to connect to the other Satellite Sisters, see who's responding to your posts, see who's listening to the show, make some new friends, post pictures on our Facebook uh, site. And you know what, Leanne? I made some new friends this week. I made a friend whose name is Monica Dolan. And we are forming our own little small group uh, called the Monica Dolan Group, okay? It's a little subset of the Satellite Sisters group. And she emailed me. She tried to friend me, and I friended her back. Now she's an Irish girl. She lives in England. She sent me her whole bio. She sent me her family pictures. She posted on the Satellite Sisters group. So we have a Monica... Are you going there for Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, I told her that we now have two officers in our club because we have two Monica Dolans. Excellent! But we're, but we're, not, look, we're not just looking for Monica Dolans oh, to no. join the Satellite Sisters <laughs> Facebook group. So go to our website, click on the link to our Facebook site, register, send us your pictures, write to us, post on the discussion boards. There's going to be a lot happening there this summer. Now, Monica, you have been
2: officially elected the Satellite Sisters face of Facebook.
3: The Facebooker, the Face Meister, the yes. Face Master—it's all new to me. But now that I have this new friend, yeah. in Europe, I—I I see the appeal of Facebook. Leah, <laughs> I wrote on our wall, Monica. Did you see my posting? Yes, I did. Sheila. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we are going to try to really buff up our Facebook page this mm-hmm. summer. And we need more friends.
2: Yes, that's the, that's the first place to start, more friends. We actually have quite a few friends already, and we'd like to thank the people that have friended us. We feel like we haven't been great friends. <laughs> and But now that Monica is the face of Facebook, we're going to be much friendlier there. So go to SatelliteSisters.com. You'll see up in the navigation bar, you can just click on Facebook. We would love to have you as a friend. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters.
1: We're the satellite
2: sisters, Leanne, Sheila, Julie, and Monica here right now, coming up later on in the show. Sheila has very exciting news from the summer of love. It's oh. A seemingly a breakthrough. It, you no, say? this is or a breakout. This, yeah, what is no, happening? This is it. This
1: is this is my big break. Leanne. Okay. That's what they say in Hollywood. All right. <laughs>
2: okay. Okay. OK, entertaining Sheila. All right. But what's up first? You have a, you have a list here for I us have a list. for you. you know,
1: when I read the list of 10 things not to worry about on summer vacation mm-hmm. by uh, John Tierney, the uh, science writer for The New York Times, I thought two things. Number one, I wish I was going away on a glamorous vacation so I could have this list not to worry about. Mm -hmm. And and number two, I started to worry about the things on the list. Mm -hmm. But let's go over them, sisters, and let's see your take on them. Now, John Tierney is a science writer, but he's got a little bit of an attitude about Mm -hmm. stuff, too. And so number one on the list was things not to worry about, killer hot dogs. He says, don't worry about the nitrates at all. He said, what you really should be worried about are the carbs from the bun. Now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's good advice. So I'm happy to hear that.
1: Now I enjoy a hot dog maybe once a year. Once a year, I enjoy a hot dog with relish. Um, but you know, years ago, I remember when the report came out that if you eat one hot dog, it took ten years to digest in your stomach. Do you remember that report? No. It which came out. You about, believed? Which I totally believed. So I have a I have a hot dog about every ten years, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is disgusting. I to know, think about. I you know digesting that hot dog. Do you, for you ever 10 worry years. about
2: hot dogs? Any of you, Leanne? I don't eat a lot of hot dogs. I mean, I know in my heart that they're not great, but the kids like hot dogs. I mean, let's face it; they taste delicious. So the other day, I was buying hot dogs, and what I will not buy, I, I look for the all beef hot dogs. What I will not buy is what they call the all meat hot dogs. <laughs> That's just a little vague for me. Right, you know, right. I really, I was, I picked them up. I'm like. All meat. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to put this down and look for the all beef.
3: Okay, good. But I will
2: have like one a year. When I go to the ballpark, I have
3: a dog. Monica? I just had one at the American Idol concert. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> I, I, I believe I have digested that hot dog. It's been a couple <laughs> of weeks. <but. laughs> and, Julie, do you ever worry about killer hot dogs no, anymore? No, no. Bring, bring the dogs okay. on. All
0: yeah. right.
1: How about this one? This is complicated. The A.C. in your car, if you keep that on. Now, uh, Tierney writes, quote, no matter how bad you feel about your carbon footprint, uh, you know, don't feel bad about it. Because they did a test at Edmunds.com for this, for this report. Mm-hmm. And they said that the aerodynamic drag from opening the windows mm-hmm. actually, uh, you know, burns, uses more, more, gas. Gas. burns mm-hmm. more gas than keeping your AC on. Now, I am very watchful now of turning my AC off when I don't need it. Because I've had people get in my car and say, Why do you have the AC on? I just turn it on out of habit. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been very watchful about that. But in terms of my carbon footprint, Leanne, um, you know, I, I have bigger things to worry about. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right, but your you?
2: living space is so small, A carbon footprint is not your issue. That's I think- funny, Leanne. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) I would worry about the toxic fumes from your refrigerator. That's what I would worry about in your house.
1: Right. Monica, do you AC uh, on
3: or off? I mean, do you think about this when you're on vacation? I used to until I read the facts, until I find out the facts. I thought it was just wasting gas, turning your air conditioning on. So I was very stingy with using the air conditioning. But then when I read that study that you burn more gas and you have worse gas mileage if you keep your windows down, I'm all about the AC now. I am still trying to make up for lost time. Oh, the first car I bought in Washington, D.C. when I lived in the, uh, lived there in the summer. And I didn't couldn't afford air conditioning in the car. So I bought, like, the only car in Washington, D.C. without an air conditioner. So right. you're still hot from, yeah, from yeah, that yeah. summer. Yes, yes, exactly. I, I, mean, I am traumatized. Right. That was a long time ago. So I, I am all about using the yeah, AC Yeah, Sheila, now. honey, if I live I in Texas.
0: It. You know, come on. you got to go with the AC.
1: Okay, how about fruits from afar? Now, this, I don't even, I mean, I realized when I read the this. i don't eat enough fruit you know <laughs> <laughs> and that's i know a- that's not the point of the article <laughs> I know but, but john it isn't? tierney oh. writes that food miles do not equal more greenhouse emissions so if you get kiwi from fiji or something um you know that you really shouldn't worry about it
3: God, but there's you, just so much to worry about i know on your vacation but you know what i think
1: uh, you know buying local produce is a good idea
4: it is, I, it well, is a good idea. Sound. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But you don't have to worry about it, he said. Fruits from, from afar is what they call it, Leanne.
2: Well, you know, I, I do worry a little. I, I choose to buy California-grown stuff. That's what I do. Okay. I, well, I have th- those grapes from Chile. They make me nervous.
1: I know, Leanne. I know, Leon. I know no. they do. And so I've do had the, them at your house, the, actually. You used the, to buy them. The, ki- the kiwi from Fiji. Mm. All right. How about this? This is a big one, carcinogenic cell phones. Now, driving, you know, while talking on a phone... Uh, Leon, you've been saying this for years. Is it greater risk than you know any other kind of cancer? I don't know if you added that part, but you always say that.
3: <laughs> I think it's a greater risk because you're not paying attention. Right, right. But it afraid. has nothing to, to do with cancer. Sheila, I
0: love when you do science.
2: Stories. I know. I, just, I know.
3: Every ten years, I do a science
1: article, so bear with me. So every time you eat a
2: hot dog, you do a science story. <laughs>
0: I mean, Uh, that's a good
2: ratio. Now, now, do we have to still
1: worry about it now that we have no hands held? Okay, what's the answer, Sheila? Uh, We don't have to worry about carcinogenic cell phones. (laughs) That the that the the tests that they did are not that conclusive. (laughs) I don't remember what they said. All right. (laughs) Okay, five and six. Just knock them off your list: plastic bags and plastic bottles. Mm -hmm. Don't worry your pretty little head about BPA <laughs> or Nalgene or not Nalgene or whatever. Just, just drink out of glasses
2: and and, and <laughs> that's not what it says at all that is not what it says at all just because we have had a debate on this i have gotten that email that so many people have like nalgene bottles kill and what john Tierney says and is i've seen over and over again is that there is no conclusive proof about the bpa in baby bottles or anything else right it's probably just as safe as the other plastics that's what you i said knock
1: them. it off your list all right, number seven. Yeah, but it's
2: not drink out of a cup.
1: <laughs> no, I said.
0: <laughs> it's science with Sheila. All right, number
1: seven. Again, this is going to be debated, I think, a lot on satellites. Deadly shark attacks. John Tierney posted in this article that was, there was only one deadly shark attack. Last year, now we know that's not true,
2: but he quoted some sources there, Lynn. He does, according to the International Shark Attack File at the University of Florida, and he said there was just one in the South Pacific. That's dead wrong.
0: There was, I mean, no pun Are intended. These shark <laughs> attacks or death by shark death. attacks. Death. Well, maybe many people survived the shark attacks. Well, there was there was
3: just a swimmer in San Diego. Remember that distant swimmer off the coast of San Diego? Really sad. Open open water swimmer. Yeah.
2: And here, I'm I'm just going to say it. I've said it before on Satellite Sisters. I know this is unbelievable, but I have been on vacation twice, two times, two different states within 18 months of each other on the beach when a fatal shark attack occurred. Okay, just,
3: I don't know, yeah, John terrible. Tierney. You, you, you need you to
2: write. tell me what, I'm going to write to okay, him. Okay, good. Because <laughs> once in Pismo Beach and once in Destin, Florida. And, and That's it, unbelievable. It's just getting the kids out of the car. Uh oh, what's happening? Fatal shark attack. So I know it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. It I'm is not so going hard. on vacation with you, Liam. Don't worry. Yeah, don't vacation with me because right. then you need to worry.
1: All right, number nine, we're moving eight uh, mm-hmm. Arctic missing ice. Now, I do what what? (laughs) I I do worry about this and I think we should worry about the global warming, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to worry about it on vacation. And what does he say? (laughs) No,
2: I mean, there's actually more ice this mm -hmm. summer than last summer. So Still, I do, so,
3: I do worry about global warming right. all the time. Yes. Maybe i right. take a break from it on vacation. But it right. is,
0: there is that alarmist where you see those the same picture of the iceberg melting and crashing into the ocean. And, yeah, know, it, it does make you worry. It does right. make
1: you worry. But how about number nine? This this you just cannot worry about. The Whack-a-mole? U- <laughs> no, the universe missing mass. I don't even know what that means. I mean, the, the, the universe missing some kind of some void there. There's something missing. Okay.
2: You know, because I read the article start to finish, I'm just going to explain that it's it's about the universe collapsing. Currently now, our universe is still expanding. Uh-oh. Tell Sheila
0: that, Uh-oh. Leanne. I asked you not to.
2: Okay. Still expanding. Steady expansion is happening. And what some cosmologists think is that there's going to be a cataclysmic Collapse, like all of a sudden it collapses. But don't worry about it, Sheila.
1: And what did cosmetologists say about it? All right, number 10, number 10 on the list. Here we go. This I worry about all the time unmarked wormholes falling into the earth. The earth that's apparently missing mass and becoming warmer and hotter and colder all at once. You got, you got one of those a, in
0: your neighborhood, there Sheila? There's a
1: good chance you could just sink into the ground. Right, Leanne? <laughs> I,
2: I think you're thinking about unmarked manholes.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I cannot believe you said wormhole. It is
2: wormhole. It is. Oh. It's, it's a, wormhole it's in the um, article. It's but a, it's I, a, Sheila doesn't
3: even
1: know what a wormhole is. So it, 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 I think she's... No, I've seen her um, ant colonies. Aren't there like little holes? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Whew. Aren't you glad I taught science to yes, children I in know, New that's York City exa- that's in exactly. the 90s?
3: A whole generation of just... Misinformed cosmetologists. Just total
1: myths. Misinformation.
0: I oh. bet they're not eating hot dogs, Sheila, though. That, we okay. Can it, what happening. are they Worm called? Wormholes
1: are in No. <laughs>
0: You know, a wormhole, Sheila. It's you know, in it's space. That's a, oh. It's a time-space continuum oh, thing. it's out yes. there. It's, it's out there. It's out there. I okay. mean, even just uh, watch Sheila, Star Trek.
3: I didn't know what it was. <laughs> okay. I did not know <laughs> what you. it was. Monica, you always defend
1: me. Wow, that's it. That's summer with <laughs> Sheila and science with Sheila.
2: I don't even...
0: I don't think we can go on. I was going to tell you how worried I was about granite countertops because right. there was that article that it may be a source of harmful levels of radiation but no, I don't think we can go on.
1: <laughs> really? Luckily, I don't have a countertop. Right. No counter sp- right. No counter space in your kitchen. Nope. Just a And work. no place to store plastic bags.
2: <laughs> Just the wormholes you have to worry about in your bathroom. <laughs> oh. All right, we are going to take a break and collect ourselves because Sheila has some big news, and then allegedly some entertainment tidbits. Is that true? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> Okay. Work on those. If you can do those as well as the science, wow, we have done our job here at Satellite Sisters. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. and Liz, and Sheila here. And just to let you know, I mean, I know August is vacation time for some people, but at Satellite Sisters... We have planned a BAFO August for you. Have we not? It's going to
4: be our biggest month ever, Leanne. I think this is, we have more complex plans, more entertainment jammed into every show for the month of August than we've ever tried to pull off before. This is ambitious. And it's
2: not just the show, Sheila. We're going to the web, we're going to the blog. It's a 360 degree entertainment assault. It's a multi platform, (laughs) Leanne. That's
4: what they say in Hollywood. An entertainment assault. Okay.
2: It's a surge, if you will, Liz. (laughs) It's an entertainment surge at Satellite Sisters. So we just want to let you know, if you are new to Satellite Sisters, you are going to love August because we are going to put together some of the best shows that we have ever done. And we have... Ladies and gentlemen, theme weeks, which is fantastic for us. This was a
4: really good idea, Leanne, and it was your idea. Thank
2: you very much. We our... thought
4: about Shark Week and decided that was already covered, so we have our own theme.
2: That's right. Starting in mid-August, you are going to hear a solid week of our favorite shows. Each sister is going to pick her favorite show and introduce it and tell you why. You're going to get a full show, and you are going to experience you know, some golden oldies and some fresh new stuff All of our faves. Yeah, so if
4: you wanted a little more family history, it's coming. A little backstory for each sister, it's coming. All right, week two, Sheila, it's all about you and Monica. It's it's Lab Rats Week.
1: Oh, it's Lab Rats Week. Everything from the original show to Thin Crust Pizza to you asked for it again and again
2: and again. Mineral makeup. (laughs) That's right, the Lab Rats Week. We're excited. All right, week three, we are putting together some of our best author interviews ever. Okay, it's insane how many great and here,
4: Leon, you have put together themes within themes.
2: That's right. So, for instance, the Wall of Men show will be Tom Brokaw. Alan Alda and Phil Rosenthal, who created Everybody Loves Raymond. What they a show were was all that?
4: great interviews. We loved talking to them on the show. How
2: about putting together Elizabeth Gilbert of Eat, Pray, Love? Uh huh. Which I have to remind people before, well, well, before it became a bestseller, Elizabeth Gilbert was on Satellite <laughs> Sisters, Anne Lamott, and Robin Roberts from Good Morning America. Wow! And it's just it goes on it's and insane. on. Authors <laughs> Week, okay? And then speaking <laughs> of insane, Liz, and then we're just pulling out all the stops. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mayhem and Madness Week. Are <laughs> yeah. you ready
1: for it? I looked over the outline, and I was really surprised at how many shows were involved stories with me. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, that yeah. is so well, surprising Well, mayhem to me.
4: just seems to follow you around, <laughs> Sheila. Oh, oh, yeah. We got
1: some good ones. We got Officer Rubbish.
4: Officer Rubbish coming back. <laughs> the Lost oh, Wallet. Sure. Liz, when you I think burn- when I burned down the beach house last summer, yes. that's in there. Yes, Julie's human
2: cannonball story. <laughs> oh, Sheila, remember the vegan fireman? Oh, how could I not? <laughs> All right. That is Madness and Mayhem Week. That is wrapping up our special four weeks of shows. At the same time, we're going to have special contests throughout. You, we're going to be beefing up the website and the blog. We're going to be asking you to send things in. We're going to be giving prizes away. So don't go away and August because we are not. We're doing it all for you in August at Satellite Sisters. It's a great month of entertainment. So check it out and pass it along to your friends. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. Mm -hmm. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. Oh, we're kind of collected here. Leanne, Sheila, Monica, and Julie, mayhem and madness. Uh, Whoa, are, your, are your brains hurting from all the scientific knowledge I just imparted? Yeah. I feel so much better, though, about the universe and all.
1: Oh, because I know nothing about it? Or, or you just feel like, oh, you really don't have to worry about this stuff? I'll give you what something we to worry, worry about? about, Sheila. <laughs> Someone breaking into my un. Lockable glove compartment. That's what you should worry about. I worry about that all the time, you know. Ever since I bought my car, <laughs> what are my you glove compartment about? that doesn't lock. Yeah. I worry about someone just going in there and taking all my stuff.
3: <laughs> What's in there?
1: Just, you know, fi- papers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, let's move
2: on.
3: All right. It's a really good place signal
1: I'm making no
2: sense. <laughs> okay. All right, well Well, it's fitting to wrap up the show here. No, seriously, though, you have some big oh, news. Oh, I have huge the Summer news. love. You can give us just okay. some, uh, just a little information, but I think people are going to be psyched. I have never thought I would live
1: to see the day when I would say, I am dating Brad Garrett. Yes, yeah. people. <laughs> yes, I got the call. I got the call from Brad Garrett's people. Thanks to you. And thanks to my, you know, my charm, my beauty, and my funny uh, that I did in the, uh, made, had in the audition tape for Brad Garrett, I got
2: called to go on a date with Brad Garrett. Now, Brad Garrett is the Emmy Award winning, like, brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. He's very tall. He's doing his own internet dating webisode series like you've been doing all summer at Summer of Love. Right. So you sent in an audition tape. He
1: stole my idea. Yeah. His na- the name of his show is Dating brad garrett mm-hmm. it's going to be on crackle.com mm-hmm. and a lot of you have already been to crackle to vote on my video and thank you i think all of your comments really helped and you know just ignore the people who who tried to take me down the
3: haters yeah because well, there was one woman that said you look like an aged brad garrett forget what it. the heck was that you know that what? was just
0: mean that was disgruntled
3: that's right. well you know what? I'm going I mean, Sheila
1: doesn't look like an
3: older Brad Garrett. No. Well,
1: I look a little older today, don't I, Leanne?
3: <laughs> well you, you know don't what? look like Brad
1: I, Garrett. I look darker today in general. Because I don't know anything. would you get a s-
0: spray on tan? Or you something?
1: know I did the spray on tan the minute I got the call. Okay. Because I don't know where, where this date is going to be. I know nothing about it. I don't know if I'm going to the beach, uh, the mountains. I'm going to his house. I have no idea where the date is going to take mm-hmm. place. I want it to look my best. Mm-hmm. And I went a little overboard on the spray on tan. But I'm going to be toning it down toning it down before the date yeah we just
2: recommended some serious exfoliation (laughs) in the next couple of days
1: that's all right and then if that doesn't work squeeze a lemon on your (laughs) tan i know so anyway i know nothing i can't tell you any more about it that's
2: all you can say
1: that's all i can say is that i am going on a real date with the brad garrett from everybody loves raymond all six nine of him Going on oh, the day,
0: But because they're taping it, we'll be able to see oh, it. Oh, yeah, at everyone's some point. going to be
1: able to see it. And believe me, I'll, I'll let you know where you can see it and when, but I don't know anything yet. All I know is I'm going. You know, it's all very
2: hush hush. hush. Well, <laughs> and then you have to sign <laughs> something, <laughs> right? Hush <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I'll try that when I'm on the date. You know what? You okay. might want to take him through that science you just took us through. I All think right. if he's looking for a smart woman, he's going to be impressed.
1: No, but Leon, you mentioned the waiver. I do. Right. I do have to sign something yep. which says basically I have to be open to anything.
2: But after you have the Ooh. date, you can't talk about it until it airs. That's right. Just till it people be- oh. Right. So okay. When so
1: this is your one announcement until right. I'm ready to tell you where to go see the date itself which mm-hmm. is very exciting yes
2: but you have to do you have to be open for for anything but he seems like a nice guy. oh man. he seems know.
1: like a really nice guy right and believe me i'm going to bring some tricks up my sleeve lean <laughs>
4: <Okay. laughs> although i'm going to be
1: sleeveless <laughs>
0: are you going to be doing
1: your gymnastics your vaulting routine? i just want well, you know i have some ideas in mind now that i'm a comedy star you know i got some i got some props i want to bring mm-hmm. just in case
3: why don't you just be yourself I oh mean, really? Yeah. Be yourself. Oh, okay, be yourself with the spray-on tan. But why don't you just you know just be play it by ear, or okay. see how it
1: goes. All right.
2: Any other tips? I mean, what kind of props are you going to bring? Like juggling balls? No, or- I just
1: thought in the purse maybe I'd bring like um, pictures of yourself, or I, I don't know, just like a bathing suit or something. Like <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. What? It was an idea I was working on. Clearly, it's I haven't. Had, I don't have any time to prepare. You're right. You know what? I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna show up with my cute outfit and my spray-on tan.
0: Go, and, go for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and the Better than a spray-on outfit and a cute tan, I would say. Just if I had to say that,
3: he's he's a very funny guy. Oh, right. he's incredibly she, funny, Sheila. You're gonna have a great time. He's gonna be so he's so tall. He's so You'll tall, be like looking up at him. He's the whole so time.
1: he's so dry. I yeah. think I think we're gonna get along. I have mm-hmm. a feeling we're gonna get along. And his people feel that I can hold my own with him. They clearly thought that you know, even if he throws a curveball at me, that I'll be able to. You know, send it right back to him. Do you
0: need a tennis ball?
4: (laughs) 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 Yeah, put that in your purse a (laughs) slobbery tennis ball.
2: Say, hey, Brad, I don't know if you're aware of this new fitness (laughs) craze. (laughs)
1: It's great for arthritis. Oh my gosh! I know. It's just it's it's very exciting, and I'm I'm taking you all with me figuratively.
4: Wait wait till he
2: hears that your sister is the YouTube tennis ball. (laughs) Your sister is the lady with the laugh and the tennis ball.
1: I'm going to open with that. I, I, as they say in comedy. Oh yeah, boom (laughs) boom. (laughs) <laughs> um so that's it sheila dolan is officially dating
2: brad garrett okay and then Wonderful. this is but we won't you won't be able to talk about it but it will probably air sometime in september sometime right? in september okay so that's that, when our new season starts oh, and you'll be able be to talk about it then yeah and also you mentioned the comedy gig a couple times but just remind people that you wanna, are going to be appearing live at the m bar in hollywood on that's august right. 14th it's right? a
1: thursday night august 14th it's a 10 p.m show it's free It's my first five minutes on stage, and um, you know, you know, I could, I could definitely include Brad in my five minutes by that point.
2: Yeah, or there's again some of that science (laughs) material. You have a lot to work on the next couple of days. I know. I have so much to do. And just keep exfoliating, and I think you'll be in good shape. Very funny. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Lynn saw me today. She said, your face is darker than your hair. No, that was Liz that said that.
2: (laughs) I said
1: nothing. You were even worse. You absolutely were stunned when you saw me.
2: Yeah, I didn't say anything. You didn't didn't know if it was the fake
1: tan or the cold source, (laughs) which I conveniently have before my date with Brad Garrett. But you know what? I'm, I'm a trooper, and I'm a sport, and even if I have to mention that I have cold sores, I will do it in front of him. I don't care.
0: Good for you, Sheila. I will call attention. Yourself, yeah. ha- you know, go for it,
2: Sheila. Maybe you should bring one of those little <laughs> surgical masks. Maybe that would be a good prop to have. I'm, go- I'm going to write yeah, it, and it and get one right an now. an of
3: mystery <laughs> to you.
2: <laughs> I'm sure Drugtown has one. Just go get, go get a surgical mask at Drugtown. All right, well, that's been quite a show. Uh, I think we should just wrap it up <laughs> okay, before sure. anyone else gets hurt. Um, we're the Satellite <laughs> Sisters. We'd like to thank Kia Renee for joining us on Satellite Sisters and engineering us and pulling it all together for us. We love hearing from you, so go ahead and email us at satellitesisters.com. Visit the website. Send Sheila some words of uh, wisdom. love. And look for Jewel on YouTube. All right. We're, <laughs> don't forget. Call your Satellite Sisters.